Mandy France here, welcoming you to my podcast, Find Your Beautiful, Life Through the Eyes of a Christian Disabled Woman. Let me first say, I hope everyone tuning in is healthy and safe. I know this is an incredibly challenging time for many, especially if you're in a shelter-in-place state. If you're an extrovert like me, this isolation is very hard and can leave you feeling depleted. Now more than ever, it is crucial for us to band together and remember that community is not defined by walls. This is where I think the disability community shines. I'll be honest, I see the light at the end of this. My prayer is that we won't be so caught up in the panic that we don't learn the crucial lessons during this time. The world has suddenly become so much more accessible, technology being used to its potential. People are experiencing a level of empathy for the isolated they likely never would have felt. Churches are realizing the need to reach people where they are. The new challenges many are facing as a result of COVID-19 are not so new to many of us. The solutions being presented have been available. What can we take away from these experiences to make sure we end up in a more beautiful place when this is over? This episode will be pretty straightforward because I just have three things I hope people can take away from this. They seem simple, but they're not. And while I'm in no way happy about this pandemic, I have learned the importance of learning lessons from experiences the first time to avoid going through them as much as possible again. The three things I hope we take away are one, accessibility benefits everyone. Two, healthcare should be a right, not a privilege. Three, privilege is real and needs to be checked. Let's start with the first lesson, accessibility benefits everyone. This seems like a total no-brainer, but sadly, it isn't. A few years ago, I was looking for work. This is a stressful thing for most people, and most people hate that sense of rejection. As a disabled person, my job opportunities are even more limited by my own inabilities and physical and attitudinal barriers. I remember one job I interviewed over the phone for. It was a great fit for me, and I connected well with the coordinator interviewing me. It was an admin job, meaning I'd mostly need to make phone calls and send emails to people. The interviewer asked me to come in to meet in person, definitely a good sign in an interview process. Then, the make-or-break moment. I asked if the building was wheelchair accessible. See, I legally don't have to disclose that I need this type of accommodation, and I've not asked in the past. I remember the interview I had outside with my coat on because the location wasn't accessible and I hadn't asked. No, the building has stairs. I guess I'll call you back to see what we can do. That's what the interviewer said, and I never got that call back. That job could have easily been done from just about anywhere in the world thanks to the internet. I've seen a number of posts recently from people in the disability community who are frustrated at how quickly and easily many companies shifted to working from home. Every excuse about security or the absolute need for face-to-face contact has gone out the window. Suddenly, meetings can be held via video, software installed to ensure high security, access granted wherever you are. These are things disabled people have been fighting for years to get. The feeling is that if the minority group that needs it speaks up for it, nothing happens, or it's weighed as to whether or not it's a reasonable accommodation. However, when the able-bodied and typically functioning community needs to stay home for their health and safety, everyone is quick to make changes. Many disabled people have to worry about their health 
to the degree this pandemic has seen, every single day of their lives. Your average cold could cause them to get pneumonia. Your average eight-hour day of sitting in an office has the potential to cause serious pressure sores for some disabled people. Does this mean they shouldn't work? Can't work? Of course not. Everyone who is currently working from home should be able to see this. We are blessed with incredible technology that should allow every qualified individual seeking employment to have it. One final thing about this, and it's a sore spot because I worked a few years in an at-home call center situation. When I worked at the call center job from home, I was told there could be no background sounds, no doorbell ringing, no dog barking, no sirens from outside, and definitely no babies. I thought I understood that it was meant to show professionalism, but it's just bogus. Now that a lot of people here in New York are working from home, we've come to accept babies screaming, animals making sounds, TVs on. There should be absolutely no shame in providing for yourself or your family, no matter where you work. It should not be deemed unprofessional to work from home, as long as you're getting the work completed in a high-quality fashion. Accessibility really does benefit all. The second point about healthcare should be a right not a privilege, is not meant to start a political battle. So just take a deep breath. This is not about Medicare for all or anything like that. I'm simply acknowledging how frustrating it is to see the government throw all concern about payments for testing for this virus to the wind when there are people dying every day because they can't afford the health care they need. I'm glad the government has made testing available like this. Everyone who needs to get tested should 100% be able to do so without worrying about money. However, I think this principle should always apply. Everyone who needs treatment or preventative care should be able to receive it no matter what. The cost to living a healthy life is so outrageous. No one should feel like they need to risk their well-being just to avoid thousands of dollars to see a doctor. We cannot say we're a nation that takes care of its own when there are so many people who can't see a doctor or other healthcare professional. The New York governor recently requested volunteers to serve the needs of those really struggling with anxiety, depression, and isolation. I'm not sure why it took a pandemic to make this call. There are people living every day with these conditions who can't pay for a counselor. These are the types of requests that should always go out. You should always ask if there's someone willing to use their education, talents, and abilities to support those in need. It shouldn't take a crisis to make a difference. Healthcare needs to be available to absolutely everyone. Finally, and maybe the hardest for me to address, privilege is very real. I love hearing the stories of people coming together and rallying to ensure those in need are cared for. However, it has been so hard to see the other side. When I hear people talk about people living in poverty, just needing to make better choices or have better financial planning skills, it boils my blood. When I hear people say things like, it's not my fault I prepared and they didn't, I just get so angry. Nobody but you knows your situation. Believe it or not, very few children are born dreaming of a life in poverty. Very few children are born hoping they'll make decisions that turn out to be bad ones. I get that some people have never experienced this level of need, and it's hard to fathom. But the moment you start judging instead of helping, you become part of the problem. There's a difference between preparedness and selfishness. The way some people hoarded supplies during this crisis is simply selfish, unless you're giving them away to people who don't have. The way people have criticized those who live paycheck to paycheck and don't have an emergency fund is truly heartbreaking. Opportunities are not equal. To say, well, I did this, so that must mean anyone can, is really speaking from a place of privilege. Let me put it this way. 
If you can't have true compassion and love for people who are struggling to find shelter, food, and supplies right now, then you are coming from a place of privilege. Now is a time for us to come together. COVID-19 has shown me that we are all reliant on each other in some way. This isn't a time to be divided or selfish or even angry. Now is the time to create a positive change, to recognize that we can thrive together. We have a unique opportunity to be part of historical change, not just in our homes or this country, but in the world. Now is the time to find your beautiful. Isolation is so hard, so if you just want to connect to say hi, go download the Anchor mobile app and subscribe to this podcast so you can leave me a voice message. This podcast is also available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and any other place you like to listen. Visit my website linked in the description to get access to all the platforms. I'm going to return to my originally scheduled episodes next week and start the conversation about deconstruction. Till next time, beauties.